Welcome to another episode of the New Slave Podcast. We are here to inform, entertain, and curate an evolutionary media experience. I am Danny Ray, a.k.a. the Juice Queen. Breaker, breaker, 2-1, breaker, breaker. It's your man, Savvy Hugh, a.k.a. the Corporate Trap God, a.k.a. the New Speaker of the South, a.k.a. Mr., a.k.a. Savvy Zulu, the Guru, a.k.a. Play With Your Mama, a.k.a. Mr. Tell It Like It T.I. is. And on that note, we're on the road to 1,000 subscribers. And we need y'all help to do that. So we need three things from y'all. Hit the like button, drop a comment, and most importantly, make sure y'all subscribe. We podding y'all, and I got my sister in crime with me, Danny Ray, and it's about time to cook. So let's go. So on this podcast, we plan to incite you with opportunities of self-reflection by examining our actions and reactions in the world that seeks to neglect and disregard us. Life is not about what happens to you or us, but simply how we respond to it or how we react. So without further ado... Oh yeah, y'all know what time it is. It's the nigga wake up call. I don't know if I want to call it the nigga wake up call, but it's definitely a wake up call. Okay. So um, we all know, um, or most of us know, uh, who former NBA um, superstar legend is, uh, Jalen Rose, right? So uh, recently, um, his sister just tried to put him straight on blast. Yeah. Uh, so the house that he paid for, that he bought. I think for his mom and his grandmother, um, who actually passed last, his mother passed last year, mm-hmm. and his grandmother's already passed or whatever. So his sister, I guess, was living there. Um, okay. I think she was kind of trying to paint the narrative that she was caring for them or whatever. But nonetheless, uh, he put the house on the market, put it up for sale, or evicted her or something to that nature. And so um, what she did was she tried to record him coming through and taking an inspection of the house. And uh, was calling him out, saying, you know, oh, this is Jalen Rose. This is the man with the mic. See what he's doing to me or whatever. This is the house that I took care of my mom and my grandma in. And now, you know, he's, you know, taking it from me and, 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 and you know, and doing away with it. So I don't know, man. This is, it just reeks of new slave mentality, um, which is why I, you know, thought about this for the wake up call. But um, how do y'all get, you know, how do you guys feel? Part, I, I, on whose part? On the sister's part or on Jalen Rose's part? As far as new slave mentality? Yes. Um, the way she's handling it okay. is, is new slave mentality. The way she's trying to put him on blast mm-hmm. and saying, yeah, this is Jalen Rose, y'all. You know what I mean? He's doing this to me. And you know what I mean? Um, you know, this is the house that, you know, you know, my mom and my grandmother lived in. And I care for them and all that. Basically, and basically like, like trying to exploit him. Trying to exploit him. Saying, yeah. like, you know, you know, why would you sell the house or, or, or kick me out or whatever? Um, you know, knowing that. I'm your sister, and this is kind of like the, the whole family dynamic. Right. You know, you're supposed to be like a real one, right? And so, you know, why are you doing this? I, I don't know, man. Um, it just kind of comes across as somebody who's trying to take care, I mean, who's trying to um, take advantage yeah. of, like, a like sibling the, or a wealthy family member, well, yeah, basically. Yeah, because what's the motivation? You think the world is going to talk him into not putting the house on market? Like, what... What do you, what are you what is the expected outcome, so to speak? You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna shame him into allowing you to stay in the house. Like it's it's really upsetting when there's a successful because of course we don't know all the intricacies of this story, but so often you see scenarios like this where there's somebody in the family who's doing well and then other people or other members of the family think, okay, cool, well, he got it, so I don't have to do too much, or I'm just going to coast and, and live off of, because my brother is doing so well, and he's so successful, I'm just going to live. But you still have to be an adult, and you're still um, in charge of your own livelihood. Like, you cannot just rest on someone else's, you know, income, because you feel like they are successful. You have to stay out of the people's pockets, you know, and that goes for family, too. And again, I don't know the details um, of this story, but I've seen it consistently 
where um, there's this expectation that one family member is doing well, and so everybody else gets to chill. And, and the thing about it is, in some cases, that's true. You know, people uh, are, become successful, or especially NBA players, and they take care of the whole family. However, that is up to the discretion of the person who's doing well, right? Because I'm going to tell you, if I'm, doing, if I'm very successful and I'm busting my ass, but, you know, the house that I, I got for you or paid for you, you're not doing anything. You know, you're drinking, smoking all the time, you know, living a very um, sedentary lifestyle, not being productive, you know, causing mischief amongst the family. Just, you know, I'm like, okay, you clearly need something to do. Like, I'm not going to continue to support that type of behavior. Like, you need a job. You need, because we all need a purpose. For sure. Right? Without purpose, you know, you start to see people's lives deteriorate. They become, you know, really just um, non-productive. And I think that when, when we hear these scenarios, it's, more, it's probably more of that than just someone deciding, oh, I'm going to pull this rug from underneath you and, and allow you to, you know, fall and struggle. We don't know. Maybe she wasn't, she did not take care of her mother that well or her grandmother also, you know, because sometimes he might have had nurses come in or whatever, and she was doing the bare minimum. You know, you can't only hide behind that for so long. And if you were able to stay there for a while, you should be stacked up. You should be good to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should have already had a plan in place so that, when you no longer have the comfort of your brother's income, because he's not going to be in the NBA, in the NBA, right? Well, yeah, so he's actually, he's, he's retired already from the NBA, so now he's like an analyst. So he's probably not making the same money right. that he did when he was in the league right. or whatever. And so um, Either and way, he's either not going to make that money forever. Exactly, right. and I think you made up a, brought a good point about purpose or whatever. This is a fully grown woman, and her name is Tamara, I think Tamara Rose, or, or Tamara, I'm just going to say Tamara, I'm not going to say what her last name is, but mm -hmm. this is a fully grown woman, and so... Um, Jalen's mother passed last year. It was very public. He made it, you know, announcements on it. talked about it. I said talked about it on his couple of shows that he has mm -hmm. uh, on the major networks and everything. So you know, he was you know you know shake, shaking up pretty tough by it. But it's been a year right. since his his mom passed, and mm -hmm. so um, I guess you know this woman had time to grieve, to, and to yeah, everything. and to get her stuff together. Right. So it, it almost feels like you know she expected that no matter what that she was going to be taken care of right. uh, by him. And honestly, like. From the picture that the you know the video she put up on social media, it looks like she's older than him. Probably, <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so it's like you know, so you're a fully grown individual, you know what I mean, woman and whatever you want to call it, um, but you um, are expecting somebody else to basically foot you know your lifestyle right. completely. Right. I can understand. Well, maybe you know you're expecting you know maybe some kickback or something like that, yeah. but. You know, not having any bills or anything like that—that's a, a a privilege. Right. That's not something that's uh, owed to you. Exactly. Um. So. Um, and then to have the expectation, like, why yeah. have the expectation at all? You know, just live your life in a way that. Because I find that, you know, she—if she was like, for for example, ambitious and had her own business and was trying to build that, then he might be just contribute to that. You know, he might help her in that. But sometimes when you're successful and and you're you know, really hustling and doing what you need to do to be successful. And you look around and people don't have that same energy, you know, that same drive. It's really hard for you to try to support people like that. 
You know, like you have to have something. You have to be after something. And then that's the type of things you want to get behind. Right. For sure. Like, so if I'm pushing and I'm doing what I have to do in your own lane, whatever that looks like, you need to be doing the same. And then I can feel good about supporting that. But I'm not going to support you kicking up your feet and chilling and, you know, hanging out on my dime. Yeah, just not doing nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that just that just <laughs> does not work. But I got to shout out Jalen Rose, the way he handled that whole tirade. Um, so uh, the clip I saw was like maybe about two to three minutes or whatever. And she was he was basically I was just coming through doing a walkthrough. I think it may have been a real estate agent or something like that. He was just coming, just kind of like taking an assessment and look at the crib. And she was like recording him and just calling him out, you know, and saying mm-hmm. all kinds of. Uh, derogatory stuff towards him, and he never said a whole a word the whole time. Yeah, he just kept doing, you know, handling his business right. and 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 just like not basically being pulled into the new slave mentality that right. his sister was trying to drag him into. So major shout out to um, Jalen Rose. That's how you handle new slave. That's how you um, dispel new slave mentality. That's how you eradicate and and it's like you just don't feed into right. to the negativity. And so um, you know that's what this show is about, making sure that you don't get you know. Your frequency isn't lowered, right? You know what I mean. Um, no matter because who of somebody it is. else's behavior. No matter who it is. Even a family member. Even a family member, because they, sometimes family can pull you down a lot quicker and a lot faster than a stranger. No doubt. No Most doubt. Most often, probably. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we all have. You know, I mean, I can say we all, but I know. I mean, I've seen certain turmoil within my family. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean, and it's it's disheartening a lot of times because right. it's like you feel like it's a lot of times it's not necessary, and you know, sometimes it's about ego. Sometimes it's a. Uh, some people just uh, not taking a step back and, and looking at the big picture or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. And there's it, that's the thing. Expectations lead to disappointment. Right. Period. That's just in life. Period. I don't care whether you're dealing with family, business, um, friends, or whatever. So um, when you expect somebody to do or provide for you, that's um, you're kind of uh, on a slippery slope. Right. Well, y'all, we're gonna. Uh, Conclude this edition of the nigga wake up call, man. So shout out again to the uh, to the brother uh, Jalen Rose for um, in a very masculine way, yeah. Um, in a very um, you know, uplifting way, tactful, tactful way, professional way. That's how you do uh, it. Consummate professional. Um, shout out to that brother, and uh, I really hope the sister kind of finds her way, um, going forward. And hopefully she, you know, when she doesn't get the reaction she was looking for from, I guess, posting this clip on social media, it'll be a wake up call for her. Yeah. yeah, I think it ultimately will be. Yeah, I think uh, she was. I think she's expecting some type of backlash to happen against him, and I think ultimately it's going to end up kind of backfiring. So, yeah, no doubt, man. So as you know, man, we know what y'all here for. We got a, a hot topic for y'all today. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Today's topic is child support. It's you know what the irony of the the wake up call we just did is that it's almost like uh, it's the sibling support <laughs> yeah it's like just sibling support uh, so it's kind of crazy or whatever but yo um you know we're on the road to a thousand subscribers make sure y'all do the needful we're gonna uh, be right back with a word from our sponsors this is the New Slaves podcast I am Savvy Hugh hey and I'm Danny Ray aka the Juice Queen and we'll be right back y'all. Welcome back to the New Slaves Podcast. I'm Savvy Hugh, a.k.a. the Corporate Trap God. Hey, I'm Danny Ray, a.k.a. the Juice Queen. And here we are, man. We got to get into today's topic, y'all. This... Oh, you got to take a side for this? <laughs> Usually it's me taking a side. And I should, I, should I be taking a side for this? Because I already know the raft that is about to fall upon this topic. Like, I already know. It is such one of... Um, one may say it's an ethical dilemma. Um, 
it's just it's it's a it's a very controversial topic. Let me say that. Um, and is it more so controversial in the black community or just in oh, general? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I would agree. Yeah. And, and I think that's what makes it to me like not an ethical dilemma. Right. That's what to me makes it not really that controversy, you know, um, or controversial um, because it's just how our attitudes are as it relates to child support. I think um, where other ethnicities, you know, it's just like, you know, it's just a part of the process. You get a divorce. There's kids involved. You have to financially support those children. You know, water, water off a duck's back. Like, I think that's how it's generally looked at in other ethnicities. I haven't really seen a lot of complaints or heard complaints from other ethnicities. But boy, in the African-American community, it is it is an issue. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, you know, we got to unpack this. Uh, and you know, mind you, this is a, a short show. It's not like a two or three hour show. This is really a thirty minute show. So it's a lot we can get into yeah. with this. But we all know, the, you know, the recent uh, incident that occurred uh, with uh, Fifty Cent and his son, um, who basically <laughs> was blasting him for the amount of child support that he was receiving. Um, and so uh, he was on, um, I guess, uh, a live stream with uh, another interviewer. Um, and uh, basically the, the topic came up about the child support And uh, he took the opportunity to put his dad on blast 50 Cent Saying that he's only getting um, $6,700 a month from 50 Cent mm-hmm. And um, I think total like 80000 80 some thousand grand you know, a year And that he lives in New York and that's not enough to actually live off of in New York Yeah Right And so I mean I don't live in New York it's, uh, The cost of living is high I, I, I understand that, but uh, I mean, if you work <laughs> and, and somebody's just you know gifting an extra eighty thousand dollars on top of whatever you do a year, then I think that's pretty significant, right? Yeah, I think that's great supplemental income. <laughs> you know, what I'm that's like, just great. What? If people be out here trying to get multiple revenue streams of revenue hey, going, that, that's a hell of a hey, additional Fishy. stream of rev- revenue. <laughs> I take it. You know, what I'm saying like if you want to uh, take me on as a child, hey, I will take that. I don't have no complaint, none whatsoever. Appreciate it. You know, what I'm saying like I don't know. I think this is deeper. This, you know, there's obviously some trauma here with um, Fifty Cent oldest son and I remember it being in the headlines years ago um, where they were going back and forth and then you know he would say something very ugly 50 cents and then his son would say something and retaliate and it just seemed like there was a lot of hurt um, where um, I think 50 cents had alluded to a lot of um, his son's issues was due to like his mother kind of brainwashing him and you know kind of playing him for a pawn and then there's this conflict, this ongoing conflict between 50 Cent and his uh, first baby mother that kind of just trickled down to the child. And it's so sad because this is kind of why, you know, we, you shouldn't, divorces and separations really should happen when there's children involved with, with real care, right? Because this has forever shaped the relationship between 50 Cent and his son. Like, I don't know. I, I saw a post and I, I comment. I was like, somebody call Ayana Van Sant because this this is bad. This is really, really bad. Like, and it's to me, it's heartbreaking. The boy looks just like his daddy. You know, like you, ju- I mean, identical to me. Like he looks a lot like his father. And to know that they have this 
of strained relationship that's probably not even repairable for the simple fact that it went on for so many years, you know, and even if 50, even the fact that 50 was still giving some money, you know, because 50 said, let's be honest, he could be crude. You know what I'm saying? He could be, he can be a little cutthroat. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that he was still sending him money says like, you know, that's his son. He, he still loves him. He still want to make sure he ain't just living on the street broke um, because he could have cut it off at 18 right. easily. I mean, I don't know what the stipulations are. I think I think the only time it may go beyond 18 is if the child is in college or something like that. Um, but I don't think that's the case here. And it certainly doesn't last to 25. So I, I think it's, it's a sad, sad scenario, you know, for, for his son and just for their relationship. Because now the, the oldest son also sit back and see the relationship that he has with his youngest son. Mm-hmm. And it, it probably feels like he left out. You know, he, he missed out on a lot of things. And even he said, you know... I don't know if he was being funny when he was like, you know, he'll pay that amount, the 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 uh, monthly child support that he gets to get one day of like father son time to do things that he could have done with his dad. Um, and I don't know how real that was, if that came from a real place, but rather he was joking or not to even put that out there. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, it's just like, oh, it makes you, it really, really touches my my heart. Like, dang, that's just that's horrible. Yeah we, yeah, we talked about uh, expectations uh, in the earlier segment uh, of this episode. And so, obviously, he has certain a certain level of exp- expectations. I think he was mentioned something about, yo, my dad is on the, um, the Forbes list and, and all this kind of stuff. So, I guess he's kind of counting, watching his dad's pockets. Like, I know sometimes kids feel entitled to their parents' money. But before we, you know, kind of even go down that, that rabbit hole, I do have one question for you, though. Okay. So, so what qualifies or what makes a man a, a deadbeat or a parent a deadbeat i think How do just you define co- that? complete neglect of your child you mm-hmm. know like everybody's in a different financial situation so sometimes fathers can be active and present and they and and be a provider in a way that you know basic needs however they can't just you know maybe fork up five hundred dollars a month or something like that you know they can be present they can take them to school pick them up you know um, be around and provide some level of support, but just to not show up, so not be a part of the day-to-day process of raising a child, whether it's helping with homework, taking them to school, picking them up, any of those things, um, being able to feed a child, um, being able to emotionally support a child. Like, if you're unable to do any of those things and you're just, like, you just don't even exist in the child's life, even if it's like, oh, your, your child will go see your mom. That's, to me, that's even worse. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like now you're looking at your grandparent. It's like it's great that they're you know, in your life, but it's also a reminder that your dad is not involved. You right. know? So I just think that is sort of that's a deadbeat parent, period. Not being able to financially, emotionally, um, or physically support your child. Yeah, that's a it's a, a, um, a unfortunate um, dynamic that happens or whatever. But I mean, I've actually um, seen like the other side of that coin where um, where there are actual men who are trying to be a part of their kids' lives in multiple ways, and then um, you know for whatever reason the baby mama might not be or the, the baby's mother may not like um, allow that to happen mm-hmm. due to like some type of bitterness or some right. type of uh, way that she feels about the actual dad yeah. or whatever. So um, um, that actually brings up another question. Do you think that some women like weaponize the child support system against men? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and here's the thing too. 
if if everyone has the child's best interest at heart, like genuinely, those are the scenarios that tend to me to work out well. You know, sometimes you'll see like like a newly divorced, a newly separated couple, right? And then the husband will just immediately go get with a new, a new woman mm-hmm. and then bring the new woman around the kids and be like, this is daddy's new girlfriend. And this, you know, like that type of shit is crass. And that's going to make your, your baby mother like lash out. And someone could be like, oh, well, that's not right. But you have to use common sense, right? There's emotions involved. These are her children, right? She may not, she doesn't know this woman. She, does, she may not want that exposure. That's something that should be talked about, should be discussed between two parents before you do that. And I see that happen a lot. So when that type of behavior happens, then you have women who lash out. They get mad and then they try to control, like, you know, who, well, I cannot bring my child over there if you're going to have that woman over there. And it just trickles down from that. Like, so just be mature enough to say, listen, um, I'm dating this woman. Are you okay with meeting her before the children meet her? You know, and if she says, hey, I, that's not what I want to happen, and it's three months after a divorce, then you have to respect that. You know, like, they don't need to see your children right, right away. I think in, in those cases, that's when you see women really weaponize the system um, against men. Because it's like, you don't respect how I feel, so I don't give a shit about how you feel. Or your girlfriend, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is you're trying to do. Like, I, you know, want to ruin your life because you don't give a damn about mine and my feelings. Like, that's just kind of w- what happens. Like, you have to respect, you know, uh, the emotions of a divorce and the things that happens. Like, What if it's not divorce? What if it's just, okay, you and I were dating or something and we had a kid? Um, I've, I've, you know, I don't think it's just necessarily a, a, a dependency on, like, uh, you know, them, you know, getting with someone else. Like, I've uh, with the man getting with another woman, I've seen to where uh, there are men who, like, I mean, who actually are just just moving on in life in general, like you know, just trying to better themselves or whatever, but still be a part of their kids' lives. And then women, as I guess maybe some type form of control or whatever, like they feel like you know their only le- leverage is uh, the family court system. Well, this is what I to, think to, to to make that man do what they want that man to do. Hey, hey yep. man, if you're having kids, you need to be financially stable. Period. 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 Because you do not mm. know what's going to happen. And at the end of the day. If she wants to leverage the child and, you know, try to use the system against you, if you are financially stable, she cannot do that. She can't. You'll just take her to court and then, you know, get your rights reinstated or whatever the case may be. She would be held in contempt. Like, it's just a matter of being mature. A lot of people, Hmm. (laughs) a lot of people are just, you know, ejaculating in women. You know what I'm saying? And making babies with women and then having the thought afterwards like, oh, this bitch is crazy. Like, no, sir, think about that beforehand. You know, think, have, and then, and then it's like, most importantly, if you don't have no funds, keep your penis in your pants. You cannot Hmm. afford a woman and you cannot afford what comes with having a woman, right? You can't afford the risk, right? You just can't. So it's like, why, why would you do it? Yeah, fellas, uh, I, you know, I know we have our moments where we ag- agree. We have our moments where we disagree. But I definitely got to say that uh, I, I have a, an alignment with you on part of what you just said. Like, fellas, you know, I just got to say this to y'all. The, probably the most important decision you can make as a man is the person that you procreate with, if not the most Woo! important. Like, um, Woo! 
I catch the Holy I, Ghost I, right I've now. I've seen that <laughs> devastate, you know, some people who are very, and I can say devastate, but really like wreak havoc in lives with some people that really mean a lot to me. And, um, and, Baby. and these are actually good brothers, like dudes who are really um, trying to be uh, active and making mm. a, a concerted effort to be a part of their kids' lives and, and just, you know, be good fathers and stuff like that. And I've seen women like basically use the court system, uh, weaponize the court system against these brothers. Right. You know, and it's crazy. Like, um, like, I don't, because it's, it's kind of strange to me. I hear women complain about men who are absent fathers and, oh, my baby daddy ain't this, my baby daddy ain't that. So to me, to see men who are actually trying to actually step up and be that, um, even though they didn't work out, their situation didn't work out with that woman, um, it's like, it's just kind of like, um, well, those it, it, it hits who, me in a certain type of way. Like, yo, you know, um, you know, why would you do that to a, a, a man? Or dude, why, not to man. Why would you do that to your child? Right. <laughs> These are selfish women. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. This, at the end of the day, they're selfish women. They want what they want, hmm. and they, they're not thinking about the long term effects that it's going to have on the child. Period. You know, they're just hmm. in their emotions in that moment. And that, I think, I think that's the best thing we can tell, particularly young brothers, right? Because we always talk about. Um, uh, having children and you know being safe we always kind of direct these conversations with to the women you know because like keep your legs closed and you ain't got to worry about this and worry about that but what i would say to brothers is that if this is not a woman do not have sex with a woman that you wouldn't want to carry your seed period and raise your seed right you know what i'm saying just don't don't even roll the dice on it you know like it's not even worth it it's just not because that's eight, that could be 18 years of hell. And then now you have, you know, a child who you don't have a relationship with, you know, you, and, and now you're creating generational curses. Like it, it's like you said, it's one of the it, it's probably the most important decision you will ever make in your life. I think as a man is who you procreate with, period. Hey, man. Um, so on that note, we're going to um, take a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. This is the New Slaves Podcast. I'm Savvy Hugh, a.k.a. the Corporate Trap God. Hey, I'm Danny Ray, the Juice Queen. We'll see y'all in a minute. Hey, welcome back to the New Slave Podcast. I'm Danny Ray, a.k.a. the Juice Queen. Breaker, breaker, two, one, breaker, breaker. It's your man, Savvy Hugh, a.k.a. the Corporate Trap God. And listen, we've been talking about child support and the impact it has particularly on the black community. Something that I wanted to add before we close out about this topic is that um, I think the most difficult part when it, as it relates to child support is that that kind of strain that is on the man, right? You know, he feels like, oh, the mother don't need this or the mother doesn't need that. And if you don't have a clear understanding as a man with a child, what it takes to raise a child, you know, I was talking to a brother recently and he told me he was like, um, he was telling me that him and his, his baby mother have a good rapport. It hadn't always been that way. He said, but he really had to take a step back and sort of self-reflect and think about the fact that his daughter is with his baby mother every day. So while he doing what he does on his day to day, eat what he wants to eat, move how he wants to move, she's with their child 24 seven. And so being able to re- recognize that and say, you know, I have it, I have freedom. I have a, a certain level of freedom that she doesn't have, and it's just not fair. And becoming a more active parent to sort of make it balanced, I think is always going to um, support a co-parenting relationship. It's really just understanding. 
and recognize what a woman has gave because more than time, more than money, um, and, and what is given on a day-to-day with a child, a woman has given her body. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's major. You know, so while she's not with the child's father, she's reminded that, you know, this baby came from me, and, that, and there's a connection that she can't, you know, walk away as easily as a man sh- would. Not as easily as he should, but as easily as a man probably would. And it's just, you know, it's really, really unfair. Like, I really have... On a personal, from a from a personal experience, when I come into when I meet men who are fathers, I love to see like a great father. If I'm dating you, and you're like, oh, I have two kids, but I've never seen either one of your kids. I've never heard the phone ring. I've never had you say, oh, I went to a recital or I went to a basketball game. Then I immediately know you're an inactive parent. Quick. And I, I sever. Like, I don't have time. I'm not going to try to coach you up and be like, you really should go get your kids. Because um, you, you know that already. Hmm. And so I feel I encourage women to do the same. If you come across a man and he's not active in his child's life and he's not working towards, you know, becoming an active parent and, and having a consistent role in their child's life, then fucking run. Like, mm. that's, a, it's a, that's a red flag. It's a red flag. It's a damn siren. You know what I'm saying? It's flashing lights. Word. Like, go. Go. Like, this This is not a candidate. You can't change him. He's not going to be different with you and your seed. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. He's not the man for you. So, for me, I don't play those kind of games. I feel like having a father in your life is important. I think I recognize some things that were challenges for me, not having my father there all the time. And I would never want to inflict that on a child. So I'm not going to even play with you. I'm not even going to entertain you at all if I don't see your kids. Period. Yeah, I'm going to flip the script on you a little bit uh, on that one, Danny. Um, and not to be in disagreement, but I'm just going to flip the script. Um, I'm, you know, just from personal experiences, um, you know, we like say we hear all these narratives and, the, and these stories and things like that. And, um, I, and right now, I know, especially since, you know, the rise and the demise of the late great Saint um, Kevin Samuels, um, this whole thing about like not dating um, women with children, baby mothers, and things like that, especially if they had their kids out of wedlock. Like honestly, one thing I, I look at, and um, and like I'm not anti single mother because I'm you know a byproduct. Well, my mom was married to my dad, but um, ultimately they divorced or whatever. So um, you know, there's always different circumstances because you know, and there's nuance to it. So I don't want to dive too deep. Um, into that topic but for me when I was you know single like I would look at like the women that I would date and yeah I would you know go out with a, a, a woman that, that was a mother a single mm. mother and all that stuff but I would always look at the way that she talked about her baby father yeah. her dad I'd be yeah. like damn you, everything you say is about like this man not being shit or being about shit or ain't shit and all this kind but of stuff chose but you chose him yeah. so to me like that's a red flag to me Yeah. Um, and so I look at honestly I look at the man who you procreated with as a woman yeah. Who you allowed, who gave, who you gave the highest honor, who you gave your womb to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, if it was just some dude who wasn't really about nothing, didn't have nothing going for himself, and and then, you know, you want to dent on top of that, you're going to bash him. You know, I'm, <laughs> like, I, that to I, me, I get you. Yeah. Everybody's entitled to a mistake, yeah. a lesson learned, you okay. know, if they was young or mm-hmm. whatever. It's when it's like three baby daddies. And, right, and yeah. no, no, of, I give you one. No, I give you one. And all of them ain't shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Then it's like I saw a meme not too long ago, like maybe like a year ago, and it says something about a woman with three baby daddies mm. has mismanaged the hell out of her pussy. Mm, <laughs> mm. And that is so true. Like three trifling baby daddies, something. It's something wrong with you. 
at that point. You know, you're making very poor decisions in who you choose to create with. And that's just, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, who's that's the common it. denominator in that equation? Yeah, I just got it. That's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know no other way to... <laughs> To make that not be what it oh, is, <laughs> you know me. That's logic. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I, I honestly, like, just you know, on some real stuff. Even outside of the baby mama thing, I believe in you know mistakes. That's how you really learn or whatever. Right. Like, but if you have not learned from your mistake, then that's insanity. Exactly. Um, and so there's nobody else to blame. There's no other right. man. There's no other person. No other woman to blame if you're doing that same, re- repeating that same pattern. Yeah. You know what I mean? Over and over again. Right. Um, like, yeah, I'm looking at you. Yeah. And I'm honestly, like, you're kind of pushing me away. I'm like, I'm not judgment. I don't care. It's like, but I'm not going to add myself to that equation. That's funny you say that, though, because yeah. I asked the question. Like, if I hear somebody like, oh, even even when they say, like, when I meet a guy who has, he's a custodial parent, and he and the mother, I am really got questions. Because I'm like, what kind of mother doesn't see her daughter? Mm, like, where mm. is she? where is she at? Because she's clearly somewhere on drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because that is the only right. explanation, especially here in the state of Texas. Like, you got to be really bad for them to snatch you from mm, your mother here. Mm. You know, so I have a lot. When I meet men who got full custody, I, even though I respect the fact that they're taking care of their child, um, I'm mm. wondering, how did you come across this woman? You know, what happened? And is she alive? And if mm. she is, why is she not involved? Mm. You know, like, and what is it about, you know, y'all's interaction that drew you to her? Because there are so many signs that a woman is not a nurturer, um, that she's not responsible, that mm. she's not accountable. It's especially women, because there's this expectation for women to sort of mature. Mm. Right. Ooh, that's a whole. Ooh, that's a. Whole. We got to <laughs> so, have a whole episode on that, man. Ooh, I, I so, can't wait to talk about the maturity. Yeah. So if you meet a mm. woman who ain't got her shit together and you somehow have a baby with her, that was a choice. You know what Facts. I'm saying? Like you, you just ignored everything because it is so abnormal to come across a woman who can't hold her own. You know, that's and and having a, a baby with a woman who is not who's completely unstable, and you yourself are not stable either, is a is a shitstorm. Why would you do that? Yeah, don't put this on the on the Danny. Put this on the savvy. I don't let nobody off the hook. That's men or women. We all we all make decisions. Mm-hmm. We all um, do things in life. You know that have uh, repercussions. Yeah. Um, long-term repercussions a lot of times and so um if you're not thinking about that like i said one time i, I could kind of um look past that yeah maybe you was 16 yeah he was I, young dumb, i'll give you that a, you know he was a bad boy i'll give you that one excuse yeah. but yeah threefold yeah i don't know i, I don't know um Maybe you like that that toxic. Three, four, Ooh, car, and you know we know what <laughs> hey yeah, we're gonna give a shout out to that toxic love out there we know that toxic love is real I'm nice not shouting out to that. And passionate. I ain't shouting out to that. <laughs> it's in the moment or whatever. But but on a serious note, like this let me be very emphatic and very clear when I say this. The salve is for black people, which means I'm for black families. Hmm. First and foremost, I'm from uh for black men and for black women, emphatically. But most importantly in that list, I'm from black babies. Children. Yes. Black children. Yes. Um, that's who I'm here for. That's right. what I do New Slaves podcast for. Any content that I put out or anything that I've released or put out as far as products is for the next generation. It's for, for our, our, our black children, for our future. Right. You know what I mean? And if um if it doesn't support them, then I ain't about Why that. Why are we doing it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
Exactly. So so get get out your feelings. Stop worrying about, you know, your baby daddy ain't this, ain't that. If he's trying to be a part of that kid's life, uh, make sure you allow that man at least that opportunity. And right. it, it, yeah, part of it is financial, but it ain't all financial. And a lot of times, you know, even if you're concerned, like, because I've seen this too, mm. where, you know, one of the parties is like concerned that, oh, he's just, he'll just come and pick up my son and have fun. He don't support him financially. He don't do this, this. Children figure that out. As they get older, it becomes mm. really clear what parent fully support them and who they can go to. Like, allow them to find that out organically on their own. You don't have to bash your baby mother. You don't have to bash your baby's father. Children will ultimately see. Because, I mean, I, I can tell you, like, sometimes the a- absent parent is often idolized. Mm. And I know that if you're the primary parent, you're, you probably, like, it probably just grinds your teeth that this child yearns and idolizes the parent that is doing the least. However, you you got to be mature enough to say, you know what, he'll find out or she'll find out in her own time. Because the only person that's going to really, really hurt is that child. And it's going to hurt it, whenever they figure it out. Right. As they figure it out, it's going to hurt. So you don't need to be the one to be like, oh, your daddy ain't shit or your mama ain't shit. And I do this and I do that. And she, they know that. They're going to figure it out. You know, allow that to happen naturally because you don't want them to resent you or feel like, you know, the relationship that they have with the absent parent, the strained relationship, had you had anything to do with it. Yeah. Make all decisions in life, um, the majority of decisions in life, based on your children. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as, as Dame Dash once quoted famously in an interview, hustle for your last name, not your first name. Word. And on that note, y'all know what I say. If it ain't sexy, it ain't savvy. So we got to take it out. Um, we pardon y'all. We got to uh, leave on a selection from the Antioch Antebellum Men's Missionary Mass Choir, Annie Baptist Church on the Rock. The doors of the church are now open. Don't you trust them no niggas over there. Don't you trust them new niggas over there? Don't you trust them new niggas with the fingers on the trigger? Don't trust them new niggas over there. Say it for me one more time. Trust them new niggas over there. Oh, tell them about it. Trust them new niggas over there. Feel it in my soul. Don't you trust them new niggas with the spider nigga figure? Trust them new niggas, fellas, over.